It's okay. Before I took look at the first photo on there, that I took Please a Caitlin don't look on her desk. It's so bad. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tower After Hours, a digital marketing podcast. We're back with Haley, our designer. Hello. We have Mike Shaw, our team lead. Hello. <laughs> and we have Caitlin, our SEO. Hello. And I'm Amanda. Per usual. <laughs> um, who would like to go first? I can start. Um, <laughs> so, in the realm of Google, they've always said that click-through rate is not a ranking factor. Which, in terms of, if you're just looking at SEO by itself, is quite a significant uh, deal because we... A lot of people like the Moz community and a lot of other people have done tests to say that getting a good click-through rate does help you rank better. But despite that, I don't think anyone in the SEO, social, paid, whatever community you are in should even need to worry about that because obvious, if you're getting a good click-through rate and the person is finding what they want, that's, that's, that's the gold right there, whether it's an algorithm or not, that's what you want. Mm -hmm. So, what do you guys think? Do you think if your ad or your local listing or your, you know, one of your services is listed in Google and people are clicking on it, do you think if 20 people saw it and 10 people clicked on it versus 20 people who saw it and only 5 people clicked on it, which one would do better? Or do you think it won't make a difference? SEO specialist, Caitlin. <laughs> Well, I remember you brought this up earlier, and I mean, ideally, if yeah, if your content matches what users are searching, you should have a high click-through rate. So it's not necessarily a ranking factor, but it's what you should strive for, because you want mm -hmm. your content to match up with what someone's searching. Exactly. Um, let's say about... You said Moz was doing some testing. For well, uh, the article I read today or yesterday was the was lady uh, from Moz, like who um, does a lot of the SEO, the Brittany Muller, was actually looking through Google's own software, and Google have constantly denied that that, that click through rate is a ranking factor. But she saw in their mm. own documentation that they were talking about how when someone clicks on a listing or a feature or a, you know one of the results mm -hmm. that does help that falls into one of their calculations but I don't know I for me it's it always goes back down to the end user you'll get a better click-through rate if what you know what you're trying to attract and where you're trying to send them to and if that's person that you try to attract is wanting what you're trying to deliver them to so. didn't the document that she showed it's it didn't say that they use click through rate as a ranking factor, but they use previous clicks yes. to choose what they will show. So if exactly. so that they had a relevant to... search and like a relevant site they clicked on, that's obviously probably going to rank So higher. if something's listed in position one and no one's clicking on it for the, and the same term keeps showing up, they're going to keep dropping it. Mm -hmm. Especially if there's another result. That, that keeps getting clicked on. Keeps mm -hmm. getting clicked on. But is that... I mean, is that click-through rate, That's or is it just because another... That's just matching search intent. Or is it because the other result just wasn't good enough, yeah. and as a result, they're just re-shifting or reallocating information? That's interesting. Is it a bit is of... It's... I'm sorry, go ahead. 
Mm. I was going to say, is it a bit of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, though? Because if it is higher up, because it has a higher click-through rate, it's going to continue to have a higher click-through rate? So that's, yes. So that's what you would expect. And that's mm -hmm. why, you know, the position one is always what's sought after. Yeah. But how do you get to position one? If you if yeah. you're if you've got a new you know a new product and you're putting it out there, you've got no authority. People don't know mm -hmm. about you. There's no signals saying oh this is good or bad. Yeah. That may take time. Mm -hmm. So depending on where Google places you and reallocates and reshifts your listing, it's going to decide. But what people are saying, despite your where you're located. Mm -hmm. If you're getting clicked on and it's taking the person to where they want and it's what's matching up with what their the query is, that will help you get higher up the rankings. Gotcha. So yeah, you, if you're in position one, it should be you know dead on perfect. Yeah. But like most things, it isn't. Mm -hmm. So that's just something I saw today, and it's just something that gets thrown around in the community a lot. Google denies it. Other people have. Not that don't work for Google have said it is a factor. I don't really care either way as long as it matches what user. the user wants. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that to me is a metric on its own, whether it's part of the ranking factor or not. Anything you, you see, touch, click, push, anything, you know, it, the higher it is, it's the better if it's satisfying what you want. I saw a picture. What are you doing with that picture? You know, it's to a constant and says, buy tickets now. Okay, well, that's the band I like. That's where I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's not just click through rate could have effect, an effect on your rankings, but it's like a combination of factors. Yes, it's not so just it's on not its own. Yeah. Like you were saying, the placement of it, obviously higher up means it's going to be higher up, so that mm -hmm. has to be taken into account. Yeah. Um, the query and how many ads are above it and everything else. Yeah, it's good that it's not just that, obviously, though, because I feel like sometimes you click through yeah. something, you think it's going to be one thing, and just, like, so you've taken the action of clicking through, and then yeah. you get there, and you're like, whoa, whoa back. Yes, yeah. it's exactly. not yeah. all uh, I wanted. And, then, and you, so. no one wants that. As mm -hmm. a, I, for, for a marketer, I don't want that for my business. Yeah. And Google doesn't want that because they're trying to be the best search engine yeah, that everyone sure. uses. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, very it's interesting. It's a random conspiracy. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. get, get into it, Amanda. So, this has nothing <laughs> to do with ads, but I was just like, okay, so if Google is like this biggest search engine, right, and they're lying about things, how would we ever know? I was thinking that too, like from an ethical standpoint, how you were like, Google denies this, whatever, like, yeah. I guess they're a private company, they can do what they want, but I feel like they do have some responsibility to be able to tell you why things... Well, they get taken to court, I mean, they've got, yeah. the EU took them to court because of mm. privacy reasons, yeah. so they, they do have like, they have like privacy things that they have to keep in tech, they can't just display or give anything, but mm. again... This is like the private sector versus uh, right. public. Yeah. The reason why they've done so well is because of the information they give. It is more accurate. And that's why the whole fake news thing is such an issue for them to figure out. Right. Because if they start giving the wrong information to people, right. people yeah. don't trust them. And so right. if you're in the private sector, trust is a huge... Mm -hmm. How do you develop trust and are seen as trustworthy compared to other people? And that's how Google overtook mm -hmm. Yahoo!, and all and MSN being whatever you want to call them now, and got themselves to this like prestige mm -hmm. level. Interesting. So they're they're trying to keep themselves accountable. Right. 
because they want it. But then again, you know, I mean, the elections, I think, um, when was it? A few weeks ago? Donald Trump was saying, you know, search engines like Google are biased against people like right. him. Mm -hmm. So when you type the word idiot and you get a bunch of Donald Trump images, they're saying, well, Google's saying, well, that's because when people were typing in Donald Trump, that and they were talking about it, yeah. that is what they were associating yeah. right. with. Mm -hmm. We're not going in and saying, okay, right. we want this word to yeah. equal this. They're trying to let the calculations determine what that is. And that's all based off human behavior right. and what they're associating different words and content with. Yeah, it's and all user generated, really. Like what we put out there is what they have to go off of. But then also, how do we know? But also, how do we know? I feel like we need not only a tower after hours, but a tower after after hours. <laughs> after the after hours. Yeah. Got it. Where Amanda digs into this week's conspiracy theories in yeah, marketing. I'm just saying. I'm no, feeling, I'm feeling a little I think conspiracy it's a, over here. It's like a fair concern though, because you really don't think like we think about it obviously because we work in this every day, but like I'm thinking about my mom. I guarantee you she's never thought about how Google gives her what right, she sees. Yeah. And so it's like it could be giving you whatever it wants you to see, and a lot of people would never question it. They would just assume that they weren't yes. searching right or And that is why um, they're not allowed in China. Mm -hmm. pay, or mm, is that turned? Yeah. I forgot if that turned wrong. But like China want to monitor and actively check that mm -hmm. sort of information so that they can monitor the people there, what they're searching yeah. and stuff. Whereas Google is completely against that. They don't right. want people monitoring monitoring it like that, not to yeah. govern people. Right. It shouldn't be used to govern people, so mm -hmm. give to the people what they want. Got Whereas it. government agencies such as you know Communist China are trying to take that information to, I don't know, uh, check which information is going to which mm -hmm. audience and how often and mm -hmm. stuff. So. And you go to North Korea, one of the yeah. guys, the uh, Navy SEAL, a few, I was watching this, reading this article, and he says if, if instead of going to war with North Korea or, or if North Korea ever decided to actually nuke us with a, with a bomb, the best thing that we could do to retaliate would be to drop 10 million iPhones in North Korea. Mm. Just drop 10 million of those in there and Whoa. give them information. No, That's all no. they need yeah. is information mm. to say, this is what the rest of the world is doing. This is what they are like. This is how they yeah. operate. We're not trying to kill people. We're, there's freedom, there's food, there's variety, there's mm -hmm. options. There's, there, you, know, you don't all have to wear the same thing. There's right. choice. Mm -hmm. He said, you do that. And that would be what crippled North Korea. And that was just a. Wow. He said that. That's got really heavy. That's a really thought. deep. So he said that jokingly, but yeah. add that to your conspiracy. Oh, wow. Guys, wow. I need to say it. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> cool. um, let's segue <laughs> into Jolly Green Giant matches with dating sites to help farmers find love. Wow, what another end of the spectrum. <laughs> Wait, is this for farmers only that we're yes oh my. have you seen the ads on tv for that y yes unfortunately yes so um going into a little more um lightheartedness we um i read an article about how the jolly green giant um brand matched with farmers only.com for valentine's day now, when I first saw that, I was like, what in the actual heck? Because <laughs> that, like, 
they just don't connect for me right away. But um, the Jolly Green Giant is a brand that does vegetables and things like that. So that makes sense for farmers. But like the lo whole love aspect is real out the there. The dude is single. <laughs> the, the giant's single. You never see the, the lady with him. It's always him by himself. So, so Wait, did he get a lady? He truly year? is trying to find love. Well, okay. here, here's what happened. Okay. So they, the Jolly Green Giant, the brand's mascot, created, created his own dating profile on the site, seeking a mate who will love him as much as he loves his greens. Aww. <laughs> well, there's a problem right there. You'll never be greater than his greens. You'll either be equal to all these things. So Deep. Very deep. As the token Ladies, don't even here. bother. It's not I worth agree. it. And he listed his body type. This is my favorite part of the whole thing. Like lettuce, I'm shredded. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great. That's, that's great stuff. But is. Look, I'd swipe that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you really? Because this whole scheme is for people. I mean, not on Farmers Only, maybe, okay. but like on a more generic. <laughs> so <laughs> the whole scheme was to boost, uh, boost, boost brand awareness and social media traffic to stand out with young customers who tend to eat healthier foods. Ooh. That was the angle they took. Interesting. And they said that they want to connect with millennials who are reportedly spending 10 hours a week on dating apps. Wow. 10 hours a week swiping. Look, yes. that's more commitment than a lot of people put into an actual relationship. Yeah. That is more hours <laughs> uh, in a work day. So, like, Jeez. just thinking about that. Imagine if you were, like, if, if you were looking for an extra job and yeah. like, you work for Uber and you work 10 hours. Uh, that's some money there. Right. Yeah. So this okay. is coming after Hardy's partnership with Tinder, um, in which they were giving away a, like a free offer if they swipe mm -hmm. right and match with the fast food chain's resident bachelor, Crispy. <laughs> Chris P. <laughs> wow. Uh, not the pig. Not crispy. Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, not no. that. I don't know. It just says Chris. That's a different thing. Okay, but that was hilarious too. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. So like. My question here is, is this a good marketing approach? Does it feel forced to you like it felt forced to me? And would you be inclined to buy Green Giant vegetables after seeing this, this marketing scheme? So here's my question, and maybe this is my own personal bias, but when I think of farmers, farmers only, mm -hmm. I tend to think of like meat and potatoes. Yeah. Like if I dated, say, say you're like matching with people and you're like, oh, this guy's on Farmers Only. You would not assume that he'd be like a vegan or a vegetarian or somebody right. who's really into like, oh, God, I have my juice cleanse. Like, yeah. I wouldn't imagine that. So that audience seems a bit mis mismatched to me. And the number of, I guess it's changing obviously because of time moving forward, but the number of millennials that are mm -hmm. that audience on Farmers Only. Yeah. Right. Like it's very niche. Like I, like... Huh. Who do we know who's on Farmers Only? Like, well, probably no one who would admit it. Right. <laughs> but so, the Green Giant basically, the gist was that it gave farmers and vegetable lovers a week of free premium access to hmm. FarmersOnly.com. That was the thing. See, I could but see. So, you've just shrunk your. I mean, seriously. It's you've very just little. And also, think about time. farmers. Uh, okay, I, I've got at least three friends who are farmers and the whole deal why they don't want to 
live in the city is because they get to have a veggie garden where they right. buy their yeah, own things with that free yeah. They don't yeah. have to go and buy bagged food. Right. Yeah. So and you're also, not like, gonna hit it. We live in Amish country. Yeah. Who aren't supposed to <laughs> have like access to this kind of thing. So I don't know. I just found it very odd and very disconnecting. Hit or miss. It was a hit. It was not a hit. It was, a, <laughs> it was a not hit for me. It was a straight up miss. I think I, yeah, go it's, it feels over segmented to me, like too specific. Like I know Chipotle did one with Hinge that if you match with somebody during like January, I think it was of this year, I think it was of this year. Um, if you took your first, you went on your first date to Chipotle, one of the burritos was free. Which then started this whole thing about how you should still split the bill, and there was like all this marketing around it, like because okay. girls were assuming got that the, the girls got the free burrito to give to someone else. Got so it. it was kind of like a role reversal okay. thing as well in traditional gender roles. Anywho, but I feel like that worked a bit better because like ninety percent of the people I know enjoy Chipotle, yep. and Hinge is a bit more mainstream of a dating app. It's not already segmented, so then it was like. It worked. It yeah. felt like to me they were like, oh, all these companies are doing this with dating apps. Let's also do that. But let's do it with one that no one's done before. And that's <laughs> farmersonly.com. Yeah. If they like, did it with <laughs> something else, yeah. eHarmony, whatever other ones yeah. they are, or something. Yeah, but I think you went with, you, you think because you're in a plant based, food based yeah. you know, production, that you need to go with something that's highly related. Right. No. Mm-hmm. No. And it's funny because those guys have got money. Let's just be honest. They're a big organization. They've right. got money, yeah. and that's what they decided to do. Are there any brands that would have done a better job pairing with them, or with Farmers Only? Like I'm thinking, like Home Depot or like Tractor Supply Co. Or literally N- NRA would have been yeah. a good one to yeah. you know hunting <laughs> and other things. So and also like I mean, if I am a, okay, if I'm a farmer, let's just take it back. <laughs> All right, if I'm a farmer, farmer, Amanda, if I'm a farmer in my hot diggity. and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to find someone. Maybe a lady. <laughs> um, and I went to farmersonly.com, and I was like, what? Like, I just, it just doesn't make sense. I would rather just see ads for Green Giant on there than have it be a whole platform that's like Green Giant. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt so weird to me. What do you think that, that, did you, maybe you mentioned, I've forgotten. What was the, what was their objective out of that? It was to push, like, they wanted to boost, like, social media traffic and millennial traffic and a brand awareness of, um, for millennials, basically, that was you know, basically I, it. I think the one thing about millennials is they they, they, they have a lot of cares. They care about things. Right. They, 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 mm-hmm. Activism. They want people to stand for something. If Green Giant really wanted to attract people, especially millennials, all they had to do is do something where they were giving to somebody else. Right. Take that money instead of wasting it on this big promo. Take that money, invest it in some good green food and give it to the needy right yeah that would that, that would work people it's got the emotional tie millennials care about mm-hmm. those sort of things and I don't know. Yeah. You could have you no, could have developed, yeah. developed something around that. You but. just came up with a better plan in what, forty five seconds? Like, then they <laughs> I just there I don't know. There's just a lot of feelings towards this and yeah. I I think if there was any social media buzz about it, it was like what? 
<laughs> you know like, what I mean? What did I just see? Like, like or, satirical. Or if it was like, if it was interest in it, it was like a one-liner. Hey, this is what they're doing, or something. I because I didn't hear about it other yeah. than this article, yeah. so obviously it didn't hit That's... a lot of. So, Green Giant, if you need help with your marketing, you know who to call. Tilemarketing.net <laughs> forward slash contact. Does anyone else like Love always it. put in .com by accident? Yes. Okay. All right. I will yep. buy that domain one day. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, in comparison to a very uh, farmer-based old school article, I have kind of the opposite, which is leading, cutting-edge Okay, this is too hilarious. You, I know you can't see this, but all of us like either have like an a, 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 a computer, laptop, or like an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. She has a sticky note. What do you call it? A sticky note. A sticky note. You know, it's smaller than the size of my palm, and that she's got all this tiny writing on there. And that's what she's reading Small. from. First of all. I'm environmentally conscious. Second <laughs> of all, I want you to know that I have my life so together that the first thing written on here is Foldy Boy, which is what I was referring to phone as in my mind. Anywho, <laughs> Samsung released their new phone this week, earlier this week, uh, the Samsung Galaxy Fold. It is a foldable smartphone. Mm-hmm. Is this what you're calling the Foldy Boy? Yeah. <laughs> Look. Like I, B-O-I? Yeah, like he's like a little boy. boy. Like Skater Boy? Like, like a boy. boy yeah, Skater Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it back, Avril! <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> Man, it's feeling like 2006 today and I dig it. Um, so, I read a whole article about the Samsung Galaxy Fold. Basically, it looks skinnier than a normal phone. It almost looks like a, like a handheld portable phone, like not a smartphone, like it kind of has a dock. They're very skinny and tall. And then when it folds open, it's almost square. So the whole thing is a screen. The hinge is like like it's one fluid screen when you open it up, and then just like folds so you can use half of it at a time. So some of the applications that they showed in the keynote were really. Wait, how is there a hinge on there? Look, and how does it? Google it. I can't. I can't show you this. Everyone, Google it. <laughs> but it basically it's inside the screen. So it said that there's multiple like gears and mechanisms that like. It's like a laptop, So it doesn't basically. get that crease, I guess. Yeah, but it's all you can see when they have it open. It's all one screen. So the kind of main use that they showed that I was impressed with is you can multitask with it. So you what can have, that? like, three apps up. So you oh. have, like, a game that you're playing. Then on the side, you can have, like, your Google Calendar and your text message with your significant other or whatever. So you can kind of have multiple things going on at once Who to you make it. on uh, uh, Farmers, what is that, yeah, Farmers oh, Day? Yeah, yeah, like, you can have Farmers Only on one thing, great. you can have the Green Giant website on your tab. <laughs> I mean, what more could you ask yeah, for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it almost looks like a wallet. Yeah, so the whole article I read was about the UX implications of it. Right. About if people are going to like it, if people are going to use it, if it's going to work as intended. Um, and the only thing that the person who had written the article said was, he was like, I don't know how much I like that it's so thick because it sticks out of your pocket. And so there's this whole thing about how phones were really designed to fit the pockets that we put on our pants. Like they were originally designed to put a wallet or keys or whatever else in, which is why they're, you know, whatever with. And that's kind of how phones, obviously in addition to the size of people's hands, that's kind of how we've been sizing phones to fit in a pocket. So now they were talking about like, will that change pants? And he goes on some rants. Anywho, oh, the interesting thing for me was the quote from, this is Justin Dennison, which is the Samsung Senior VP of Product Marketing. He said, we actually don't know how people are going to use the device. They're going to surprise us. Wait, now, what? To me, <laughs> exactly. A, a $2,000 phone, exactly. and you wanting to get a That's surprise on it? 
Well, they so, got the money to burn on something. So when I read that, I said there's two options here. One, he's an idiot. I don't think that's the case, though. <laughs> I think they're probably saying that as like, a, we have an open mind. I'm sure they did product testing. But it is really fascinating to think about it in that from that standpoint of like, figure out what new thing you can do with this phone. And that's honestly probably what they're trying to do. Make us come up with new use cases for why this is a cool thing to I have. I think they're just running out of ideas. For Maybe. Things, and they're just trying to be different. Here's one, whole. Samsung. Improve your damn camera. That would help so <laughs> okay. much. Look, as the resident Android user here. Ah, uh, Emmy. You have one too? Yeah, but the oh. cameras suck. Oh, okay. Well, I have a Google Pixel now. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> if only. Give me your money, Google. Um, but I will say camera's way better on that than yeah, Android. I, okay, I've got to look into yeah. that. Seriously. But, um, so yeah, the entire article was really interesting. I think the phone, from a design standpoint, is interesting just because, like, I wanted someone to do it. Because it's kind of been, like, there's, like, murmurs around for a couple of years. Of, oh, like, foldable phone, whatever. And I just wanted to see what it would look like. I don't know that I want one. But I'm curious. Have you ever seen two grand for the phone? Yes. Have you ever seen a a phablet? Mm Mm-hmm. And when someone's talking on it, it just looks bizarre. So So is this going to look the same thing? That's the idea with it. Well, I guess you get to fold it, right? Yeah, exactly. So So what do you do when you you've got it open and you 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 are checking out? You know, is this lady single available (laughs) in my area? Does she like green giant food? Yes, she does. And then my my phone starts ringing. Do I have to fold the phone and put it on my head, or do I just open it like a white thing and palm it to my face? (laughs) Hello. I mean, you get this. It's going to be an I mean, know. that's a great US Don't worry, question. Samsung. We'll okay. surprise you. But here's the thing. I also thought it was weird when tablets started coming mm-hmm. out and people were using that as their main camera. Yeah. Oh, I still see you that. You know? Yeah. Selfie sticks with a tablet on it. We all so, seen those somewhere. I'm like, also, like, I, I don't know if that play. would be weird eventually, you know? Like, yeah. as time goes on and more... People use their selfie sticks and tablets to take pictures. Yeah. I mean, like, this is nice for people that, like, oh, maybe they want a tablet and they can't afford it. They need a phone. And, and it's like, oh, it's like two in one. Yeah. And, that yeah, and kind two of grand. Quite <laughs> yeah, two grand. I will say that is part of their marketing. Convenience. Though. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that is what they were saying. They said, especially for somebody who's traveling, who needs, like, or wants, like, to be able to watch a movie on it or to, you know, sit down for, like, hours on end and do something or, like, use a wireless keyboard and type something up on it. It is more of like a computer-like experience. It's yeah. not really like a phone because it said so. It's four point six inches diagonally with the smartphone, and then when you open up, it's seven point three. So that's like basically that's big. I think that's bigger than iPad Mini. So that's like a pretty sizable screen. I wouldn't want to know like how long it battery lasts. Like I would mm-hmm. want to know all the specs <laughs> because two grand. At two grand, yeah. it yeah. is going yes. to be phenomenal. Right. Yeah. It needs to be super fast. Super long battery, a freaking yeah. amazing camera. How much does a tablet go for? Like, let's just say an iPad mini. I mean, anywhere between 400 and Yeah, I think the new iPad Pros are like a thousand. Okay. Yeah, like it can so go up, it, like if you're going for the cheap ones. Not that all phones aren't these days, but this is almost twice what mm-hmm. like a nice iPhone is, which is my concern. My well, other I think Apple con- phones are at least a thousand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Phones themselves, though, yeah. My other concern yeah. is we're going to have to start designing for these. Oh, geez. So here's the thing. Oh. Here's the thing. From what it looks like in the brief screenshots and the brief video that they have of him like using the phone, 
it looks like it's just going to size down like any other responsive thing. Because when I first saw it, I was like, it's so long and skinny. I'm like, are we going to have to completely change the way that we do things? Mm. I don't think so. Well, I don't also, know like that three it's people make... in the world are going to have it because yeah. they can't afford it. So. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to make for a great experience, but you do always have the option of unfolding it. Right. I don't know. I got a lot of mixed feelings, so I've but got, it's I've got interesting. an interesting thing. So you said okay. something which was really interesting, which was the the, set, the guy presenting it said, you know, surprise us. Mm-hmm. How are you use it? Well, he said something else, and I don't know if he said it on the doc on the uh, on the web page you were looking at, but mm-hmm. I was watching the the news, and he said, let me let me just think about this because this was <laughs> I couldn't believe he said this, which was. We don't expect people to buy this. That is what he said. That huh. freaks me out. So, you know, they'll uh, people see it. It's two thousand dollars. Some yeah. people will buy it, but we're not expecting yeah. a lot of people to buy it. And then, you know, things will get, it will get cheaper, and you know, other models will come mm-hmm. out, and uh-huh. da 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 da. Which yeah, laggards and all those sort of things. Yeah. Which is fine, but when he said, "I don't expect people to buy this," it I was like, fascinating. Hmm. What's think, the point? I think part Do of it, it is... 100%. Like, I want every single person right. that I am aiming this for to own yeah. it. Well, I wonder, though, if they realize that being the first one, like, obviously, the first version of this is going to have a whole bunch of problems. Oh, it, it is. is. So I wonder if they're almost just owning up to that. Like, if you're a tech review company, buy one. They need to just give those out then to yeah. everybody and be like, this is phase one. Yeah. We'll let you know what phase two looks like after you've given us some feedback. It is, it is interesting, though, because I feel like that almost might be largely a marketing play to do this mm. because Apple has been such a front runner for in most people's eyes, and Samsung has always played it quite safe with, like, hey, mm-hmm. here's the phone that Apple released two years ago from us. And, like, it took me a long time. I had iPhones before... I went to Android and then I had another Android and then I had the one I have now. And it took me a long time to switch to it because it was. You feel like, okay, well, why would I get a worse Although. phone? And the only reason I switched was because I was really unhappy with my iPhone. And I just wanted something different. So I think that kind of has become their new marketing thing. It's just like, We're different. hey, you don't want an iPhone here. We're making something. We're different. And whether or Some not that's way. a good marketing employee, I don't know. <laughs> don't think so. But I will say at least like they're pushing the envelope. Like I wanted someone to make us a, a foldable phone. I didn't care really who it was. I just wanted to see it. And I feel like they kind of wanted the same thing. They just wanted someone to make one. They're like, well, no one else is doing it. It is pretty ingenious that you can yeah. fold something. It has a screen. Yeah. It is color. Mm-hmm. And there's no like yeah. seam in the, yeah. uh, in the screen itself. I mean, that to me is just... I just worry about like, especially when you got. Did you guys ever play like Donkey Kong as kids on the yep. the mm-hmm. little Nintendo handheld yeah. Nintendos? They mm-hmm. came with the two screens. Yeah, yeah, yes. Did yours ever snap? Like I was just gonna okay, say that's that. Okay, that's all I'm. I'm so scared about. If I own that a two thousand dollar item, and that thing snapped, I would cry. I wonder if you crack the screen, what that replacement cost is. Oh, for oh, goodness no. sake! Man, I'm having PTSD right now. <laughs> yeah. And like, can you put a protective screen on it? Because oh. if you fold the protective screen, it's some of those thicker. are glass, yeah. Yeah. so they'll crack, and some of those have like a plastic laminate. It's gonna like they'll stretch, get... and then yeah. I'm very curious. Mm. There's about a Samsung, lot of things. Think about this. There's a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, I'm glad they made it either way. I think it's, yeah. it's a cool innovation, regardless of if it actually. Sometimes works. you gotta take the risk and just put yourself yeah. out there. And I'm interested to try. see where yeah. they'll go with it. Yeah. And also, if you're listening to this in 2030, and everyone at in your group has a foldable smartphone. <laughs> Look, I don't know how you got there, but I'm glad you did. 
That would be wild I if mean, they all became folded now. Well, it's, it's like it's funny because when you think back to like I don't know, fifteen, twenty years ago, like you're like, screen? you're like, uh, I had, we didn't have cell phones. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm back then, people were like, no, th- that'll never happen. Blah blah blah. Same with touchscreens. People right. were like, oh, like this is such a novelty. Like whatever. Well, and like is. yeah, and like every phone now has. It is a touchscreen. That is all it is. Right. But that at first was seen as like, oh, this is just like some gimmick. It's going to break all the time. And like, yeah, they do, but we've gotten because good you know, enough. They had, they had right. the stylus. You had to yeah. use a stylus because it was so narrow. Right. Precise. Once they got yeah. over that, they could, you know, touch yeah, points became a lot better. better. And yeah. Yeah, I had a Palm Pilot. Don't know if you guys have. <laughs> no. A Z, a Zyre 70. <laughs> A Zyre 71 and a Zyre 72. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. It was like the yeah. only one that had a camera at that stage. Never heard of that in my life. That's before your time. If you wanted to write, you had <laughs> yes. to, if you want to write a number, you had to write at the bottom right. If you wanted to write a letter, you had to, uh, sorry, if you want to write a letter, you had to hit the bottom left. And if you want to write a capital letter, you had to write in the, in the bottom, in the middle. What? And that's how it, that's how it would tell what it was. And that's oh, how you got no. an A or a B or, or a one or a two. Absolutely wild. And so you had little spots that you could write in. That's oh, so weird. And that's what I used to like scribble frantically. <laughs> and of course, it doesn't understand my <laughs> writing nor my <laughs> accent. So. That's craziness. Oh, I yeah. never thought about that. Sorry, this is a whole side that's thought. So that's so weird. I never thought about speech to text with accents. Oh, I assume gosh. it has Don't to work because other countries me. have it. But. Siri is the worst. <laughs> I will not buy Alexa. I will not buy a home smart home system. Although those are really cool. We have an Alexa in our kitchen. And Alexa, well, it's really nice. cool when they understand you. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if you buy one from another country, if it's like pre-programmed to understand that accent better. Well, interesting mm. you say that because we went to New Zealand for, for my sister's wedding and we have a baby, a daughter, and our... Like her little toys that do sing-alongs and stuff, mm-hmm. which I didn't think about, nor my wife, have an American accent. So oh, when we yeah. brought this over to New Zealand, people were like, oh, that's different. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's so well, cool. Where'd you I, get that? So my mum and dad, my mum and dad bought Nina some some gifts, which were which would sing and stuff. They had a freaking accent on it. I was oh, like, oh my god. That's crazy. That's it, was, it was really bizarre. You, I have never yeah. thought about that. No, yeah. neither did I. Well, that's like you don't think about other countries having different keyboards on their, on their computers Stop too, it. until you see one. Stop it. We had uh, somebody who was studying abroad from China in my college and her computer had not the keys that our ha- ours have because their alphabet's different. It was yeah. fascinating. And it's I fascinating. learned, I um, wanted to <laughs> teach myself Korean and learned how their alphabet goes because I'm like, okay, there's symbols, how does it work? And it's because instead of going like in a line, their um, they're letters, um, each symbol is a letter and it comes together in like a block and yeah. that's a word. Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, what? Yeah. There's so, also like two what? different languages within Korean if you're addressing yeah. somebody like yep. formally older than you or like on your level or younger than you. Like there's different, entirely different patterns uh, of speech. Yeah, like yeah. if you have taken Spanish, there's, right, like, right. there's like usted, yeah. and then there's also like the informal. Like yeah. it's like that, but like the whole language. I yes. am it's crazy. I can't. I really can't. It, it blew my mind when I said that. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So it's a puzzle too. So right? did you learn yeah. it? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> but I know how it works. Got it. <laughs> Great success. Right. So in other innovative technology news. Um, Kellogg 
Kellogg, yeah, Kellogg's, um, they were testing uh, their product merchandising through virtual reality. Ooh. And uh, they worked with a company um, that they, so they had access to this technology and they had a new product coming out called Pop-Tart Bites and they basically just wanted to see at like what level of, like what shelf level would be optimal What's the optimal height for placement? Yes, exactly. So you would think at like eye level or like above is usually... You don't think that? (laughs) No. Don't they put it lower? For kids? For kids. Yes. Well... Yes. mm, Right? Yes. But with this, they use a tool for eye tracking. So they... Oh. They um, tested... They used a like... um, A label um, that came out of the shelf... And so they practiced putting it up higher versus lower. Mm-hmm. And they saw that based on where they put this, this tag is where people's eyes went. So based off of, so it didn't necessarily have to be at eye level. Oh, huh. Um, and they actually did, yeah, they found that when you put it at a lower level was the optimal height. Even for adults? Yes. Interesting. I mean, it's, it's because of where looking, that it's where that tag was. Yeah, it's just something so they, different in the. Yes, because it like huh. it got your attention, so huh. they knew to put products what if around that. Multiple that. tags. They just they just so, test it with one I mean, tag. I but, <laughs> yeah. If you're walking down the grocery aisle, my eyes tend my head t- tends to like look lower anyway. Yep. I like can't imagine because I don't want to walk into anything. So I'm checking what's on right. the ground and yeah. kids and See, cans. I feel and like also, like toys. I don't want to associate with anybody in the grocery store. That's all I got to say. Maybe it's just me. I look like I look higher up. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm. Well, you're short, high. so you kind of your your pivots <laughs> that way anyway. Please note, Caitlin looks extremely offended right now. <laughs> short. Anyway, not wearing shorts. You are short. No, I didn't say that. I said I'm not short. Okay. I mean, anyway, the cool thing about this. <laughs> Kaylin can only wear shorts from now on. It's decided. <laughs> the cool thing about this is that they could literally set up a supermarket. So it wasn't just oh. specifically their brand. They could like um, test out different placements of other products. Gotcha. So, so they could go to like the pretend to open up a Stafford's of Kissel Hill and... I think put their products in there? Or? It's just like one grocery store, but they could see like, do we look better between Captain Crunch and Life, or do we look better between Golden Grams and Kix? Like, yes, which and from a design perspective is interesting Wait a too. second. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> I know, mind blown, right? Wait a second. Do Has anyone worked at a grocery store? No. 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 Okay. Don't I want to know, so when they restock the shelves and stuff and move stuff around, is that because the companies are telling them that they need to place yes. it? Shut up! So <laughs> shut well, up! Right it, now. It, it, well, a two degree, because I worked retail for money. four years, and sometimes, sometimes it's not about. You're told we want this, like we want this on the end cabinets, we want this here, we want this, and we get a a layout of where mm-hmm. things should go. What? So we are told to reshuffle, reorganize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine, but here's the thing: when you get into like that Walmart size right. things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just trying to find somewhere to put things. Right. And I don't care where it is. Yeah. It's in that area. If there's electronics, yes, it's in the electronics. By the cameras, yeah, yeah, it's by the cameras. Which brand? Doesn't matter. Just put them by the cameras. <laughs> huh. you know, it doesn't... Because I, like, I, I knew that, that supermarkets strategically place things yeah. places yeah. themselves mm-hmm. for retail sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that brands actually told them 
So you can It's like a bidding like, system. It's kind of like yeah. how we bidding for keywords. Yeah. If you bid $5 and I bid $4, you're going to get top what place. The so heck? they are yeah. like, I want this. Well, unfortunately, um, what's the, what's the, what pops were they called? What were the foods? Uh, Pop-Tart Bites. All right, well, Big Pops would want to be in that place there, and they're saying, we'll do, we'll, we want, we'll pay the $5, you're only paying $4, Big Pops wins. Wow. The other thing is they pay to be on, like, end caps and stuff, which I never knew. I thought that that was, like, I remember being a kid and being, like, it would be so cool to work in a grocery store and be able to put, like, your favorite food on the end cap. Nope. Yeah. No, they, like, pay money. And that's, Stop it. That's why when mm-hmm. you see in a store, a lot of times, it's not the store workers there who are doing the things, like, especially yeah. if it's an end cap. They have merchandise. Like somebody yeah. from, like, I think my uncle works for her, so I always think about this. Like, he would come in, he would drive the stuff in, he would go, he would set up the display, and that's he's doing that on behalf of his company, Guys. and they're paying the supermarket yeah. to have that. Those my mind is now when you go to the grocery store, it'd be like that's why what they put it there. The heck? And, it and, gets, and you know, I, I know you pay to be this. So I'm purposely not going to look at you <laughs> <laughs> like that. Well, that's all. When we every time I look at any ad ever, I'm just mm-hmm. like, I know it's interesting. I know what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's even more interesting when you're going to a store that has a store brand as well. Like, I'm thinking of like Wegmans. Yeah. They have a store brand everything, and it's like I always go store brand. Same well, Wegmans. Look, and... Wegmans store brand again, not yummy. sponsored, but boy, do we wish. Um, but like, they put all of their like when you go. I noticed this the other day in like the pasta sauce. All of their stuff is at eye level. And then, like, Prego, whatever else is, like, right. exterior. Because they want you to buy their product. Right. And also, these are probably more fixed. So, they'll mm-hmm. be like, you can't buy this. This is where you are. Yeah. If you want to be in yeah. the other vicinities, everything huh. else yeah. will shuffle mm-hmm. and change. And you have It's to all, there. like, optimizing their profits, though, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... It's fascinating. Like, you just think of, like, traditional market research. They're using just like, surveys or, like... Mm-hmm. home tests and this just takes it to another level and and it's a lower cost like you don't have to like send out all these things right. to people you can like pick people from like certain geographic regions to test it mm-hmm. and they saw an 18% sales bump from hmm. doing this interesting I mean it, it makes sense with like banner blindness that anything that's different because regardless of what you're looking at, there has to be contrast to catch your eye. So if everybody is making, like, I know they always say with cereal or with food, orange is like the hungry color. Everybody makes their cereal an orange box. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's still a hungry color, but a There's purple no box is going to stand out at, way better. At, yeah, and it's yeah. going to have that, yeah. you know. And like chocolate, mm-hmm. for chocolate, like gold and, and those sort of like metallic colors are representative luxury and, yeah. and like smooth and flavor and silky you know all that sort of stuff if everything did that yeah. and then you know you start getting these other like cheaper brands like galaxies and all that mm-hmm. sort of like have theirs doing the same thing you know it loses its effectiveness yeah As, you know yeah. maybe that's what samsung was trying to do with this tab. we try yeah. to prove to you we're different yeah. They're not bitter, but we're different. Mm-hmm. And that's really all you kind of can do in 2019 when everything's been invented. Now, mm-hmm. I say that knowing that not everything has right. been, but like it feels like it's Yeah, when you go to come up with an idea, you're like, oh, I can come up with some new invention. And then you sit there and everything you're thinking of has either been done or it's something that already exists with a slight twist. Like yes. you do, you just have to be different. The other thing I'm curious about now is I would love to play with that VR eye tracking stuff for like a product. So once they actually pick up the Pop-Tart bites or once they're looking at the box, what are Where they looking at? Like, yeah. Are Ingredients. They looking at, the, yeah, yeah. Are they looking at the like the animation. flavor? Are they looking at the picture of the Pop-Tart? Because I'm thinking Price. like sometimes when there's the photo of the food, you're like, oh, I'm not hungry for whatever. And then you see like, you know, bacon and the grease and you're like, oh, it looks so good. Like, 
I wonder how that could be. And it's interesting. No, it's yes, but bacon still looks good. Okay. <laughs> no, it's interesting though because they could do that because yeah. they have where you can use your hands. Mm -hmm. So you That'd can move be your neat. hands around and move an item around. Even if it was reality. not touching, uh -huh. I think that would still be fascinating. Honestly, I would love that for like business cards I design. Like to yeah. be able to give it to somebody and have that like see like do they look at the name and the phone number first? Do they look at the title first? Do they look at the email? Do they look at so the it's like, do they flip the card over and look at the design first? We put that hot jar thing on our yeah. Atlantic hot jar for eyesight on products yeah. and things. Like real life hot jar basically. Well yeah. wasn't yeah. well well wasn't that what um I might be completely wrong or I'm getting confused, but that Google Gloss, remember mm -hmm. Google Gloss? Wasn't mm -hmm. that meant to we help with that? Like, to. like you could read barcodes, or like that little camera mm -hmm. thing could read a barcode and say, mm -hmm. "Oh, on Amazon, yeah. it's for six ninety nine. This is five nine. You should buy a cat." Mm -hmm. Wasn't it gonna? I mean, I might be able to if, if, enhance that and be like, mm, "We're looking yeah. at this. We're looking at this. Right. It's feeding into the web already. You know, mm -hmm. it's constantly going." I know they've used that for navigational studies before because I saw an article about um, some museum that was having like just basically traffic flow issues. People weren't going to the exhibits that they had paid a lot of money to get the collections for and whatever else. I think that they use Google Glass to track traffic flow. So when you came in, you could get Google Glass to like basically enhance your experience. So there would be information that would come up as well, but they were actually just using it largely to be like, where are people going? When they go in the museum, do they go to the right? Do they go to the left? Do they go straight ahead? How do they decide where they're going? Do they look at a map first? Do they talk to the person with them and ask what they want to see? Do they come with something specific they want to see or do they come to look around? Like hmm. All of that kind of UX experience design thing I think will be revolutionized with mm -hmm. VR and AR and all of those. That's oh, nice. it makes my brain hurt, but in like a good way. <laughs> I mean, you you brought up cell phones. Look how far right. they've come in ten years. Yeah, I right. came to I came to the states Crazy. in two thousand eight, and I don't and I remember you guys were I think already on the second generation iPhone. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I haven't even seen the freaking first generation iPhone. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I was living in New Zealand at the time. Right, came here and you guys were even the second generation. I'm like, wait, okay. That's interesting too. But look how fast it's gone even from then. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 11 years. Mm. Yeah, it's so much so quickly. It's just crazy to think what they're going to come out with next. I'm telling you, they're all going to be folding now. I know. <laughs> you, you got, you know, this, uh, what's that farmer's thing called again? Farmers, farmers only. only. Farmers only, and you're going to get city folk only. It's just, yeah. that's how it's I'm sure be. that exists. That's oh, literally okay. just tender. If not, I'm buying it. <laughs> if not, we'll buy that every, every other we'll dating app besides farmers only. And we can maybe talk to Green Giant about that, about, you know. Seriously. Being involved. Um, to end this, um, unless you have more. Uh, no. Um, what's your favorite um, cereal? Oh, darn. Could be already discontinued. Oh, darn. I'll start. Mm, don't start with me because I need to think. Um, it is Rice Krispie Treats cereal. Oh, like just the regular? Like it's Rice Krispie Treats cereal. So not Rice Krispies. Not but Rice Krispies. Wait, Rice Krispies. Krispies. But the, Treats. It's Got like, it. it's like. Marshmallow. Yes. Oh, I didn't even. It, it existed a long, long time ago. Yeah. But it's like it had the little clumps of like actual Rice Krispie treats with like oh. marshmallow, wow. and then it had like it was mixed in with like regular Rice Krispies. Ideal. It's my ideal cereal. Mm. Just saying. I mean, that could just be a bloody good snack on yes. its own. Yes, it and it was, <laughs> and it was. We used to buy it by I kid you not, like ten boxes at a time. Oh my god. And then they discontinued it and re recontinued it like for a short amount of time and we like bought out <laughs> we, i kid you not my dad and i used to eat it we did we did i kid 
not. Uh, mm. Anyway. I like a lot of different cereals. Top uh, five. Frost Flakes. Um, well, surprisingly, Lucky Charms because... Only marshmallows, though. Well, this is what I do. Okay. I, I still do. So I'm, I'm not even sorry. Um, <laughs> I eat the gross part first. So I get all like that, the grainy. The gross I'm like, okay, let me just get through this. Okay. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, all marshmallows left. And I just scoop them up. <laughs> nice. I like the strategy. Oh, gosh, so good. oh boy. Um, dang, I think those are my top two. Okay. Wait, what are the... If you can't uh, think of the name, then I it's not your favorite. Just saying. All right, never mind. You know the one here would know, but it's called Stronky. Uh, of course. It comes, in a, it comes in like a 10 kg, so like a 20, 20, 20 something pound bag. So it's really what? big. It's similar in some ways to grit, but it looks like it's been. It's like, got, wait, to what? Grits? Grits, sorry, grits, oh, right. not grits. grits. <laughs> it's like, is this some other similar, it's similar, it's similar. But when grits is like just white, this is right. got like. More, more color in it. But it, it tastes like grits? It tastes better so than grits. Is it healthy? Okay. Sounds like an oatmeal almost. Huh. It's not oatmeal, but yes, it's good stuff. You put that with butter and a little bit huh. of honey. Jeez. So like a hot cereal. It is a hot cereal, okay. yeah. Okay. But it was really good. So basically oatmeal. No, not at all. And not, have you had grits? There's some nuance no. there. Okay, no, it's like, it's, it's more fine. So it's like... I don't know. It's How like breakfast pudding. It's like ground. Yeah. It's like ground. It's like ground it. corn. Yeah. Ew. It's a, it's, yeah. A, <laughs> it's a corny oatmeal. Ew. That's how I think That's of grits. Okay, Yours isn't good. even, no, just it's go. Got, it's no, got lovely just... coloring to it. Okay. It's really lovely. tasty. It's not like grits which is white. But... Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to make some enemies here, but I cannot tell you the last time I had a bowl of cereal. It's what? probably been years. Okay, what Whoa. was your favorite? in the last 10 years. I think the only cereal I have eaten in the past 10 years is Golden Grahams, and that's what we ate when we were kids, oh, and we were sick. Yes. Like, once you could keep, like, applesauce down, that was like, you graduated to Golden Grahams. <laughs> like, if you had, like, a stomach bug or something. Wow. So I wouldn't say that it's my favorite cereal because I associate I'm, I'm, it with being sick, I'm but, actually, like, like, concerned that that was your sick food. Like... Yeah, I don't think it was healthy. Sorry, Mom. No, <laughs> just, tried. like, that's just a, such a weird thing to yeah. grab when you're sick. Yeah. It was always ginger ale. Get the golden gram. Get the golden gram. I think the thing was, it was you're supposed to have dry cereal because that's something that's pretty uh, like okay. unobtrusive. Like but one would think like Cheerios. Yeah, but I wouldn't have eaten Cheerios because I don't like cereal. So I think golden grams. My mom was like, "Here, this one's sweet." Like that's probably why. Huh. I don't. I could probably. I think I've only ever had like five cereals in my life. I and just your, don't your siblings are like this like too. It. They ate golden grams as sick food. I think so. Yeah. That is so strange to me. Great, good talk. <laughs> All right, well, so we're going to do an exit. That got derailed several times. <laughs> oh, I mean, honestly, this, this whole day has been, like, crazy, so. You did a good job bringing it back, though. I was like, well, I don't know how we're going to get back on topic now. We've really <laughs> gone down. Yeah. Uh, Cereal. The real question is, source. the real question is, can we use VR to ensure our office renovation makes sense? So we can all experience oh, it. Sit at our desks and make sure the light's not glaring at us. Make sure we like who we're sitting next to. Because I want to take this on as a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess that's a no. What? I'm with <laughs> you. Like I'm with you. Store, but you could recreate the new tower okay. office all right, renovation. Okay, do it. Well, okay, but like. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like, what? Tim, where's Tim? Tim yeah. has VR. You, you go, girl. I like your imagination. Okay. Okay. 
Signing off. <laughs> Say bye, guys. Bye-bye.